Good morning, everyone. This is Megan Moore. And I'm Gloria Rogers. And this is the Public Health is Essential podcast by the Washington State Public Health Association. Welcome to the sixth week of the state legislative process. We have got about three and a half more weeks left to go for bills to get over the finish line. Hey, Gloria, I did some math for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so since January 8th, the first Mm -hmm. day of session, about 635 bills have been introduced in the House and 542 bills have been introduced in the Senate. That's almost 1,200 bills. And that's not including all of the small things, the joint resolutions, constitutional amendments, all the Senate confirmations. So all that stuff in just over a month and our listeners have been here for it. Wow, that's crazy, especially considering they had a whole list of bills from 2023 session that didn't pass last year, correct? Right. You're right. Yep. And how many of those bills are still moving? Well, it's a good question. We can't really be sure because a lot of that work is being done behind the scenes. We won't know if a bill is dead until we see the budgets. Yes. But both chambers have been passing bills off the floors continuously for the last week. In fact, today is a huge cutoff. Bills need to be out of their house of origin by 5 p.m. today or they are considered dead. Give us some highlights. How is the floor debate going? Well, it's been pretty interesting to watch. They've been pretty cautious this year, hearing bills that are very bipartisan and don't take up much discussion time. A lot of bills passing unanimously off the Senate floor. So very interesting. Uh, Also, they're being really cautious in terms of the budget. Um, Bills with a big price tag are just not getting the floor debate like they have in the past so a couple bills really stand out though senator randall's keep our care act which is senate bill 5241 was probably one of the most hotly debated bills on the floor last at the end of last week this bill would protect reproductive health rights and gender affirming care services if there was a hospital merger so we have seen a lot of hospital mergers in washington in the recent years and these hospitals are limited in the kinds of in these kinds of services. So this bill would ensure that patients affected by a merger could still receive those services. This bill they introduced last session, one of those that was just hanging on and it didn't make it through. Um, And last Thursday, it was just passed off the Senate floor, but it took three hours to debate. It had 18 proposed amendments and just about every Republican took their turn speaking to each one. So it was definitely a hot debate. If you are interested in watching the recording, remember you can go back to TVW, watch all the replays. So if you want to find it, search for a Senate floor debate from 315 on Thursday the 8th. Wow, that does sound like it was a heated debate. Yeah, it definitely was. Anything else stand out? Another really interesting one was House Bill 1889, which allows people to receive professional licenses and certifications regardless of their immigration status or citizen status. This bill was debated on Friday and was passed pretty much along party lines. It was very split. This is a great bill to help address the shortages of healthcare professionals in Washington state. So it would allow 
people who are immigrants and non-citizens to get nurses license, CNA, nutrition, like all these certifications that are in great need right now. Not only that, it would allow immigrants to have some better hope for economic stability, which is directly tied to their own health. Though the debate did not take all morning, like the Keeper Care Act bill. Like this was pretty quick and there weren't any proposed amendments, but it was a really good discussion. I really recommend that people go back and watch that on TVW as well. That's great. I don't know if you know this, but here in Yakima, we only have one hospital mm. and there is a big shortage of medical professionals. So this is huge for wow. our community here in central Washington. Yes. Yeah, definitely needed it all over, but especially in rural areas. Yes, absolutely. So you said there's a big cutoff at 5 p.m. today. Do they have to stop talking at 5 p.m.? How does that work? <laughs> that would be really awkward. If that, right? It's 5 p.m. You have to stop talking. Uh, no, it's a good question. Um, they actually choose one bill that is going to be what they call the 459 bill. This means that if they start debating it, before five o'clock then they can continue debating it all night long if needed all the way until midnight it's always fun to see which bill sneaks through as the 459 bill um people try to guess what it's going to be and we're all hanging on the edge of our seats do you have any guesses i i'm gonna let our listeners make guesses on their own okay okay yeah all right, that's fair. <laughs> so what's happening in the legislature starting tomorrow? Okay, so we are going back to committees. Remember committees? Yes. This mm -hmm. happened at the beginning of session. Um, in fact, we have just over a week until next Wednesday to have a public hearing and a vote in their respective committees. Remember, this is when you can have your voice heard in a public hearing. So you can do written testimony, you can do uh, public speaking and speak in a virtual testimony, or you can go to the Capitol and be in person for testimony. So bills that have passed off the floors are already getting scheduled for hearings starting tomorrow. And uh, we're just going to redo this whole process again in the opposite chamber. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, can you tell us what's happening with the budgets? Yes. Starting tomorrow, we expect the state to drop what they call the economic revenue forecast. The economic revenue forecast is like a snapshot of how we predict our economy to look in the next few months. And we need that information. We need to know how the housing market is going. We need to know how jobs are going. We need to know how our economy is doing over the next few months in order to decide if we can spend money or not. And okay. so that economic revenue forecast is expected to drop tomorrow on the 14th. Then after that, they go back and forth. But this year, probably the Senate dropped their version of the budget and there will be multiple budgets. So we're first going to see the capital budget. Then we're going to see operating budget, transportation budgets. So a lot a lot of the bills, especially that we are following, are going to be found in the operating budget. Mm -hmm. And that funds a lot of programs. And so there's a lot of public health things in the operating budget. 
the transportation budget has a lot to do with uh, climate change. So we're going to see that going on in the in the transportation budget and the capital budget funds like things that the state owns, like school repairs and road repairs and, you know, capital building stuff. So it's um, it's really interesting to weed through those things. But essentially what the budgets mean is they are going to have lists in there and it's kind of hard to follow, but they are going to have lists of if these bills are funded and if these expensive bills are funded, it's not sh clear that it's going to pass, but it's like a pretty surefire thing that the state set aside money for that bill to pass. And the opposite is true too. So if their bill is not listed in the budget, that means the state decided not to put money aside for it. And so it's one indicator that your bill isn't going to make it through this session. Oh, bummer. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. if uh, the budget comes out and my mm -hmm. bill that I'm very fond of is mm -hmm. not in the budget, what happens next? What can I do? So you're going to keep fighting for it, right? Yes. You're not going to give up. You're going to keep fighting for it. It's not um, a be-all, end-all. When the budgets are dropped, you can still reach out to the budget writers and say, hey, what the heck? My bill was super important. It didn't get funded. You can still do that. It may not get in there. Your your email may get lost in the shuffle of all the other emails because you're going to have everybody asking for their thing that right. didn't get funded, right? But you're going to keep fighting for it. And most importantly, you're going to say, let's play the long game on this strategy. Let's okay. play the long game. Let's get people together in the interim, which is between sessions. Right. Let's get the important policymakers like in the know so that they are ready to go at the beginning of next session. You, you know, maybe you're going to participate in writing the bill in a better way. Or maybe you're going to participate in getting more people excited about your bill and so there's a lot that you can do if your bill dies and you are just going to play the long game on this one okay so never give up keep fighting and keep working it's always a bummer when something dies but big ideas take a long time or when you know tobacco 21 which changed the age of tobacco purchase up to 21 years old took at least five years to pass i mean that all of the a lot of big bills take years and years and years to pass so stick with it all right well i think that we are out of time we're out of time these things oh. are so short, <laughs> it always goes by so fast i know it does it does all right well uh thanks everybody you have been listening to the public health is essential podcast by the washington state public health association we will talk to you next tuesday